You are listening to The Consultants. We reckon that it's time that we owned up. We're going to tell you what our real names are. It's Lofty, the Professor and Shortstop. My name is Lofty. I'm tall and unwieldy. I'm the Professor. Got specs and a book. I'm Tiny Shortstop. I can't reach the microphone. I'll lift you up with my snatch clean and jerk. You are listening to The Consultants. Now that we are such good friends, why don't you tell us what you're called? Shout your first name right after this line ends. Nice Nice to to meet meet you. you. (laughs) Good evening, Galileo. What you looking at? Oh, hello, Mr. Medici. Just some stars and that. Is that a new telescope? Yeah. It's it's really shiny. So, are you uh, coming over to the Pope's birthday party? Nah, I'm working on this longitude thing. Anyway, I don't like parties. It's all just cardinals going chatty-chatty-doo-dah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, he likes you, though, the Pope. Yeah. I sent him a prezi. Oh, what was that? Telescope. Oh. (laughs) I just popped a note on it. Uh... Happy birthday. Hope you have a really good time. P.S. It turns out the Earth revolves around the sun. <laughs> Much love, Galileo. What uh, What did you put that for? Oh, you think it sounds a bit gay? Should have just put from Galileo. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no the whole Earth revolves around the sun bit. You'll go mental. What do you mean? I thought it would be a nice surprise. A nice surprise? <laughs> it's not in the Bible. Hello, the Pope. Hello, Medici and Galileo. Happy birthday, the Pope. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Very nice of you. And thanks for that telescope. Very nice. It make a nice pair with last year. Yeah, you know, you could just strap them together and who Anyway, <laughs> about that note. Oh, yeah, well... What are you going to tell me that for? Well, it's a lucky discovery. I thought you'd be pleased. I remember look like a right wally. I read it out in front of everybody. <laughs> Well, the cardinals was upset, asking if it's true or not. What was I going to say? I ain't read the Bible for ages. <laughs> he spoiled the party, put me off my jelly. You can't be telling people that. He didn't mean no harm, the Pope. Now, shut up your face, Medici. <laughs> it's a genuine scientific discovery. It's for the good of mankind. Yeah, good of mankind. <laughs> It don't even make sense. So the Earth, they move around the sun, do it? How come I ain't whizzing about then, eh? He's got a point there, Galileo. Well, what I reckon, right, is... No, 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 I don't even care. All these heresies is really ticking me off. You and that copper nipples has gone too far. Always looking up in the heavens, trying to make fun of God, catch him out on the lavy, you know, him doing his business around the back of a cloud. No, no, no. The Pope, you got some of your wrong. I really like a god. Do ya? Right then, take it back what you said about the earth and the sun thing. No, I ain't no refuting the truth, not for no one. Oh, please, it's making me look real silly. Not my fault. Look, all you have to do is go over to the party and tell all the cardinals you was a lying, and we can forget the whole thing. You can have a piece of cake, some pizza, whatever you like. I like pizza. Yeah. We've got Sicilian, Fiorentina, Capriciosa, almond pineapple. (laughs) 
All you gotta do is recant. Oh, come on, Galileo, come to the party. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Let's <laughs> more like it. Let's go have some fun. And no more crazy ideas, okay? Okay. <laughs> hey, I just had an idea. Imagine a pizza, right? But instead of being flat, it's around. <laughs> just like the earth. Yeah? Huh? Now that really is a heresy. Oh, Galileo! <laughs> of course, nobody really knows what dinosaurs sounded like uh, until now. Uh, because during the last six years, my colleagues and I have created an extremely accurate reconstruction of the skull and respiratory system of a Tyrannosaurus rex, paying painstaking attention to the internal resonating chambers of the skull and carefully simulating the breath and lung capacity. So we now have a pretty good idea of what a T-Rex actually sounded like. I just need to step behind to operate the bellows. Roar! I'm a dinosaur! <laughs> well, uh, as you heard, quite an intimidating roar. Was he a meat eater? Well, let's ask him. T Rex, were you a meat eater? I'm gonna get you and then eat you. Well, it seems like this one certainly was, yes. How could they become extinct? Ah, now, well, there's a lot of theories, but no one really knows. What's that, T Rex? You can help me. Sky, meteor, volcanoes, losing consciousness. No, Ra. So now we know. Thank you. Hi, uh, hello, boys and girls. Uh, oh, my name is Jeremy Lyon, children's entertainer. Uh, oops, excuse me, I've had some grapes. Now, I'm sorry I'm late, but I, uh, I broke, my car broke down in a pint. But <laughs> here I am. Uh, oh, grapes. Now, <clears throat> now, we don't have long, boys and girls, <clears throat> but I'm here to educate and entertain you with my educational song. It, it, it is a medically proven fact that if you set things to music, you remember them much better, like the alphabet and wars. <laughs> So, uh, even though we're running a bit late, I can cram a whole day's worth of facts and figures into just one song for you to remember always. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> when it's time to learn, don't yawn and scowl. Education can be fun, and I will show you how. We can get the three R's in rhyme and time with a fact filled schoolyard ragtime jive. One, a two, oh, two, three, four, a six times eight is a forty-one. Learn your ten times tables, memorize the sum. A twelve times two is twenty-eight. Now let's carry the four and multiplicate. 
The 3.1 is a slice of pie There's no other number it's divisible by And now you know how to take away 63 years of chicken chow mein <laughs> Now you've learnt your one, two, threes Let's crack on with the ABCs A before I, except after E And psychiatrist takes a silent P If you split your infinitives, everyone will laugh If you split your colon, you better have a bath Apostrophes, each shoots and leaves Use a capital for countries, deities and cheese <laughs> Is it sinking in? You eager beavers, well that's about enough of your alpha to amigas It's time to get historical and look at times past That's right, I'm going to get medieval on your class Henry VIII had 14 wives Captain Cook sailed the Enterprise Right around the world, that's a thousand miles The Magna Carta had an enigmatic smile Now we've got as many facts in our minds as we are able Let's turn our attention to the periodic table Hydrogen and helium and lithium and sodium And hessian and ramadan and carbon and imodium Bonjour, paella, elf weeders, ain't bloomed my taunt. Welcome to Spain. Actung, baby, hick, hike, hockle. Now you're well on the way to becoming polyglottal. <laughs> Have we learnt enough? Our brains are bursting. Class is nearly over. But before the bell rings, let's recap on all the figures and facts in a double time fun time schoolyard rap. One, two, three, four, six times ten is forty-seven The Treaty of Versailles was signed in Devon Mississippi is a word that's difficult to spell Isaac Newton dropped an apple on the head of William Tell <laughs> Hydrogen and helium make lithium and canister and Emily Pankhurst with the world's first lesbian <laughs> Belladonna, Bella Pasta, a Moa Massa Matt I think we learnt enough so let's leave it to that Gosh, a letter from France it must be from my pen friend, Anne-Marie. Salutations, Thomas. Initially, I thank you for the thesaurus which you sent have me. Your ears will be enchanted to hark that I am now operating it while inscribing this bulletin. In solution to your previous interrogations, I contain a duet brother. One identified Philippe and the previous labelled Jean-Marie. They are equally riper than me at 15 and 17 years. <laughs> Philippe desires to develop into a doctor practitioner and Jean-Marie is reminiscent of motorbikes. <laughs> Unconnectedly from English, I am what's more learning chemistry, theory and topography. Moreover, I be fond of go bathing and I comprise a pet stallion called Zazu. <laughs> Do you obtain a pet? <laughs> I what's more have possession of a dog, plus we did include a cat, although wretchedly he got executed by car. <laughs> Is readily available whatever thing you would be fond of me to dispatch you since France? <laughs> Perchance you would be fond of a quantity of comic undress book? Asterix is dreadfully amusing? Or I could transmit you several cheese. <laughs> Inscribe soon, unfakingly, Anne-Marie. <laughs> oh, 
down the cobbles of Chauncey Street, behind Glen Close and up Kirsty Alley, there is an unmarked door. And if one quotes the correct password... My uncle done a guff on a mirror. <laughs> they gain entry to the elite and highly secretive Grumbles Club, to which only the finest gentlemen are admitted. Yeah, some sound Babcock. Dumb, dumb, Maynard. Anything in today's papers? Yeah, it's most astounding. Some fellow claims to have photographed a fairy. Blue Peter! There's no such thing. Well, Conan Doyle reckons it's genuine. Uh, give me that newspaper. Gentlemen, you've got to come and see this. Well, what's the brouhaha, Vanity? Babcock's tugging me daily. <laughs> that French Johnny Lumiere's running a moving picture show over in the Butter Lounge, and he's asked me to be usherette. Oh, absolute. Bag of snuff for me. And I'll take a carbonated cocaine infusion. Make that a diet. <laughs> I love these French films. What's this one called? Man Waiting at King's Cross. Ah, is this the one where he sits down? No, no, that's Man Waiting at Paddington. Ah. Bravo! I say, Lumiere, your box of tricks really spreads the jam. Snuff? No, monsieur. I only make family movies. <laughs> and just too much you'd be? Barnaby Babcock, Esquire, at your service. My associates, Philbert Vanity. Hear me now. And Spencer Maynard Fourth. Chabot. <laughs> These flicker shows are all well and good, but they're none too exciting. Couldn't you make something up? Oh, sacre brie. You cannot fake a moving image. This is an objective scientific record. It's a marvel of the age. Hear that, gentlemen? I've rather a plan. If we could impress Her Majesty with our own celluloid marvel, then we'd surely be in line for a knighthood. Like a grove. I say, Lumière. <laughs> could we borrow your camera for a couple of days? Mais non. Georges Méliès borrowed it to make a moon film and got cream cheese in the lens. <laughs> Not to worry. Brunel's away for the weekend. We shall use his secret workshop to make our own. There. Florence Nightingale wasn't too happy, but I've waxed her lamp and made a perfect camera lens. <laughs> and I've fashioned a tripod from W.G. Grace's old stumps. Now then, we're all set. Now, yeah, I've got a few ideas for scripts. How about Handsome Cab Driver? A malevolent, handsome cab driver plans to rid the cobbled streets of scum. Are you talking to me? Yes. But if you don't like that, what about tram spotting? A grim tale of young Caledonians making whoopee on laudanum. Perhaps something lighter. Uh, Robert Peel Academy 4. It's hardly a buster of blocks. If we're to impress Her Majesty, we'll need something the world has never seen. What if we capture on film... A real-life fairy. Then let's away to Hampstead Heath, for there be sprites. I've got me butterfly net. And I've got some sulfuric acid, in case the blighters grab me pipe. Best. <laughs> Our film will be the best thing until sliced bread. <laughs> Can't we rest? This camera weighs a ton. Not until we've found and filmed a fairy vanity. Now face it, Maynard, fairies don't exist outside your fertile imagination. Well, well, but, but you said... They were... Hush you by, ladies. I've an idea. Why don't you film me walking past that tree stump? Then I could pretend to trip over it, but do it in such a way as to look real. Oh, you wit, vanity. That would earn us 250 guineas from you've been etched. <laughs> Come on, Maynard. Take off your clothes and strap this goose to your back. 
You can be our fairy. Oh, play straight, Babcock. <laughs> Fairies are always naked. Think of the weight of the Queen's chopper on your back. Well, all right. <laughs> For a knighthood, mind. Ready? Fairies, take one. Action! Maynard, run through the woods and flap your arms. Uh, what's my motivation? Uh, a bee has stolen your moustache. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, you look too big, Maynard. Back off and be a little lighter on your feet. Yeah, ooh, uh, ooh. Oh, my brooch! Cat! Ebrach, my brooch dog! Oh, Jossie's giant. It's Queen Victoria's husband, Albert Museum. We'd, we'd best take flight before the Queen, before the queen sees us. It, oh, uh, too late. What's happened to my picnic? There's a naked man on my cheese board. Uh, allow me to explain, Your Majesty. Lumiere was showing us his shorts in a darkened room, and we were so impressed with his footage that we tried to get hold of his equipment, but he'd had grief with the cheesy aperture, so we had to slip into Brunel's back room and knock up a tripod. We then came to the heath to pick up some fairies. I demanded action, vanity banged his clapper, and I stripped off and started beating my appendages, but I was too big, so I had to withdraw, and I backed onto your husband's baguette, flattened his pastries, and split his cream horn. Your Majesty! Guards, arrest these scoundrels! <sighs> well, we'll never bag those knighthoods now. Perhaps one of vanity's famous witticisms can lift our spirits. <clears throat> My dear fellows, they say the camera adds ten pounds, but I'd gladly sell ours for a guinea. <sighs> Get him! <laughs> It is uh, always a sad occasion to see loved ones pass on. But it is also a time for us to remember the good work they did in their lives and the legacy they leave. And so we shall remember um, the, the man, oh, what's his name? I knew, oh, God, I knew this in the vestry. Um, <laughs> Paul, 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 Peter, was it something biblical? Matthew, Matthew, Alison, that's it, yes. Alison. <laughs> yes, we shall never forget her and the great work she did in this parish in her capacity as a... As, oh, God, what was it? Uh, <laughs> Oh, I've got a mental picture of her doing a thing with a dog. Was she a vet or something? <laughs> was it a dog breeder? What was it? Uh, architect. That's it. Architect. It's, 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 it's written on my hand. Look. Oh, no, no. That says aspirin. What? Why am I thinking of a dog? Must be... Uh, I'm th what's that woman off the telly? You know, that'll oh, drive me mad. Uh, you know, the one she has a sitcom with the shop and it's... Oh, no, it's gone. No. She's got a big, she's got a big dog. Anyone? No. So, uh, oh, yes. <clears throat> he was... She was... Sorry, a marvellous... Uh, marvellous person and everyone liked her. Lots. <laughs> yes, that was it. I, I needed to get some more aspirin because I dropped the whole bottle in the porch when that plane went over. So, as we commit her body to the next life, I'll have to go home and look through the Radio Times. It'll just bug me otherwise. Maybe it's, maybe it's not actually a sitcom thing. Maybe it's a police thing or something. I don't know. Shoestring? No, he was a man, wasn't he? Didn't have a, didn't have a dog. No. Blended with Keith. Did she ever do a crime? No. Anyway, we commit... <clears throat> commit her body to the next life. Extraordinary noise that plane made when it uh, came probably on, its, probably on its way to an air show or something. Anyway, you know I went to an air show as a child. It was very noisy then as well. <laughs> Dearly beloved, <clears throat> we are gathered here to celebrate the life of Holby City. <laughs> Again, no, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't have a, wouldn't have a dog in a hospital, would they? That, you know, maybe not even a dog. Maybe it was a cat. ER? No, I doubt it. No, and paracetamol set my stomach off, you see. And the taste? No. I'm never getting very, very close to a spitfire. Right there. So, we... 
We commend uh, Alistair to the earth. Ashes to ashes. Animal hospital, it could be. She wasn't Australian, no? Good. Dust to dust. They say ibuprofen's good for headaches, but you can't get it in the londis. I was very taken with the, with the ejector seat. Incredible mechanism. Amen. Chicken Brown. So here we are, just cruising the farmyard, bringing justice to the little guy. Here's my three-legged canine compadre, Bohanna. I shoot first, think later. I love steak and beer. Chickens wind me up. And who am I? Why, I'm the biggest cock in the whole darn yard. They call me Chicken Brown. Cock! Chicken brown, fighting crime all over town Feathers like a shield of steel Corn cobs, his favorite meal Cracking heads and busting chops He drives around in a rabbit hutch Chicken brown, oh chicken brown Chicken brown, oh chicken brown I'm Bohannon Why'd the rabbit hutch just here, Bohannon? What's the rumpus, CB? The chief's been jabbing his beak down the phone, ain't got no relief. There's trouble at the big coop, and we gotta check it out. Stupid battery hens, always worried about the sky falling down. I told him to get cable. Uh. <laughs> can't all be free-range, Bohannon. Cooped up in that coop, they can't taste the freedom of the open yard. Freedom? Try being a dog with three legs. I could have been a sheep herder, running sheep by day, then off to bed with a big bone. Instead, I'm a cop. It's been tough since you lost your leg, Bohannon. Well, you swore an oath to protect the innocent and uphold the paw. You're right, CB. It eats me up inside, but I'd give all my legs so them chickens can lay their eggs in the safety and darkness of their tiny electrified cages. Let's go. Chickens make it easy pickings. Chicken brown, chicken brown, chicken brown. My chicken brown. I'm Bohannon. All right, yes, yes. All right, settle down, settle down. Good morning, and welcome to Thief School. I shall now take the register. Chicken Brown. Settle down, ladies. Name Chicken Brown. I'm the law. Thank heavens you're here, Mr. Brown. My name's Buster Feathers. You ain't never gonna believe what happened. A cow once put on my head, Buster, so try me. Mighty dusty in the coop, girl like me to keep them feathers clean. I stands up, and that sneaky jive turkey stole my eggs. He stole my sweet, sweet eggs. So, my old nemesis, jive turkey. Hmm. You met jive turkey before, Bohannon? Ten years ago. I caught him selling omelets to Sly Fox down by the dirty stables. I gave chase, but he ran off into Jazz Mag Woods. He knew what he was doing. 
My paw got caught in a poacher's noose. It's... It's how I lost my legs, CB. Don't make it personal, Bohannon. Shaw looks like jive turkeys up to his old tricks. But you can't just run off and put a cap in his ass. What about shooting him? No. <laughs> we have to do it by the book. Put on these fox costumes and we'll head down to the dirty stables. Chicken Brownie hit the streets to find that dirty turkey cheat. He got a magnum on his wing. I mean the gun, not the ice cream. Chicken Bohannon. Oh, what, uh, what are you looking at? Lonely Hearts. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to give it a go. Oh, yeah, this one looks quite promising. Quite exotic. Brunette, flirtatious and striking arts graduate, French-Polish, likes eating out, jogging and reading. Well, she sounds lovely. No, your eyes are going. It says, Bernard, flatulent and stinking arse grabber. <laughs> French polisher likes making out and dogging in Reading. Even better. <laughs> Chicken brown. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Omelettes and cheese. <laughs> See, Jive Turkey. My name's Dr. Fox, and this is my partner, Samantha. Yeah. I ain't seen you two before. What kind of work you in? Pimps, mainly. Beasts of burden, birds of prey. Hmm. I thought I knew all the farmyard pimps. We actually pimp the pimps. Less hours. Gives us more time to eat omelettes. <laughs> well, now you come to the right place. My omelettes are mighty tasty, or I could make a quiche if you got the dough. <laughs> <laughs> Proof enough! Put the eggs down and your beak in the air! Chicken Brown. <laughs> yeah. Chicken Brown, I should have known. And Bo Hannon, we meet again. How's the leg? It's going to be a pleasure to put these cuffs on your wings, Jive Turkey. Christmas has come early. Don't Bo Hannon, he's got a gun! <laughs> so long, suckers. I'm going to be selling my omelettes in the next state. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. CB. Bohannon, stay with me, boy. My time's come, CB. The last great adventure. I go first. No, Bohannon, you're going to live. They got the technology to give you back your leg. You'll be herding those sheep round that field. Sure, you'll be hobbling around in great pain and unable to bend at the knee. But you'll have legs, Bohannon, legs. Too late for that, CB. Besides, if I did have legs, I'd still want to be a cop. <sighs> Bohannon! No! Chicken Brown, Chicken Brown left his badge at the end of town. Every partner he's ever had ended up on the doctor's slab. Drove his hutch into the night. He's lost his will to stand and fight. The finest cop working for the man. Now he's just a cuckold man. The 
Consultants was written and performed by Neil Edmond, Justin Edwards and James Rawlings. Additional material was written by James Eldred and music and noises came from George Cockrell, Justin Edwards and Jerry Peel. The consultants were accompanied by Arnold Widowson and Justin McCarran. The producer was Will Saunders.